Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to my gorgeous son, the podcast where I roll E. Bush. Talk with my son, Andy Bush, who is a beautiful and useless boy. Not unlike the boys from Children of the Corn, but without the capacity to kill. What? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you think I'm, I'm from Children of the Corn. I don't know why. Why? Because I like, was I'm, looking at your dead eyes staring at me oh, from okay. behind your I was listening, shadowed dead. brow. Yeah. A deep Neanderthal brow. You know a how they say Neanderthal brow. You know how they say that Neanderthals actually we didn't kill them off. We kind of porked around with them in the England area, and now there's some Neanderthal DNA still floating that's around a, in some that is, people. That is a theory. And let's just say when you look at my son, gorgeous though he be, Neanderthal is he. Oh my god! <laughs> I think you got a bit of a slope to I your mean, back. I, I get a little bit slope. I have deep set eyes. That's very true. Deep yes. set eyes. Deep set eyes. Strong. You, brow. Or you could say I have just a simian type brow if you want. That's fine. That's, I guess yes. Is he descended from ape or Neanderthal? This I, is the question for us all. Well, that's actually Neanderthal would also be descended yes. from ape. Yeah. Well, here we are. I'm learning, and I'm learning. <laughs> okay. You, where do you think Neanderthals came from? I don't just know. Just some totally separate thing. That fish like, that walked. The fish that walked. Yeah. Everyone descended from the fish that walked. Yeah, but you know how apes became humans and also still apes? I thought maybe it did some division where it was like some fish that walked became apes, some fish that walked became Neanderthals, and some fish that walked became fish that, sorry, can't walk. Oh, you think that the legs just fell off again? Well, that clearly <laughs> did happen. You just walked around and went, ah, this is dumb. You're the one who's wrong now? Because that clearly did happen, because it's a little something called fish, Andy. Where well, do you think they it just didn't leave the sea. Oh, those ones didn't get the legs. Yeah. Uh, you okay. think all of, the, all of the ocean got legs? And the... Okay. Call all me right. Eggman, because the yolk's on me again. Call me the egg. Call me the pan. We went a long way to arrive at the fact that my son is gorgeous, but as always, he's got his uh, issues. With us, as always, from the Ryerson Podcasting Program, King of the Hill, uh, Prince of the Pod, it's Everardo! What's up, guys? Huge news uh, for all my fans out there. As we know, last week I talked about my new uh, obsession, brain gas, for your gasoline for your brain, oh, the new tropic. Yeah. And good news, I am officially sponsored. By Brain Gas. Oh, I thought you already were. No, I just liked the product. And I guess the creator, uh, Dr. Oz, listens to the podcast and sent me, uh, he sent me three cases. Is that a thing? Was the, is the slogan, pow, I just shit my brain? Is that what we said the slogan was? <laughs> I think it was uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> that's good. I honestly believed you for a second that Dr. Oz did, but anyway, that's fine. We, so I am I don't know under... what's true and what isn't in this podcast man i don't know what the lore is so you know what's Fine. crazy about dr what? oz what if you pull back uh the curtain on dr oz <laughs> it's just a smaller but less imposing doctor <laughs> is that nice. okay yeah yeah is we that love all right that one yeah keep that is that one good yeah keep that 
for sure. We need a, this podcast needs a laugh track. Best character in the Wizard of Oz on three. One, two, three. Scared Ryan. I well, we got three different answers. Ooh. And one from our special guest. What did you say, Andy? I said Scarecrow. What did you say, Ev? Uh, I said Lion, but it actually is Scarecrow. You both love the Scarecrow. What did, and from our special guest, what did you say? The Flying Monkeys. Oh, a one oh. character can be many. <laughs> Bending the rules to her will. I respect it. They're collective. They're collective. Like they, the they are a, I will say, union. I, they're a union. That's yes. Yeah, class commentary in The Wizard of Oz. I mean, they're probably some sort of a hive mind. And the witch at the top commanding them really they it is like the borg wants. it's like the borg like, yeah. So, yeah it's not the borg it's, it is the like, shitty borg the borg like, after it turned like they turned they ruined i mean it. Oh i feel God. like i'm not nerdy enough to get that reference but i'm no agreeing one. with Tr- it because i feel like it reinforces my point no one trust is. me don't you do not want Andy what do you mean no corner. one is so many people love star trek uh, the detail that the, the light in your eyes when you got into that impossible detail about late borg i Ugh. get i get so excited for something that my no one knows my stomach turned all right fine I don't know where you get that from in your DNA, Borg. but I got to assume Neanderthal. Okay. That's not from me. I was watching a Dutch documentary and they kept saying Neanderthal. It is. Is that how it is? It's how you pronounce it. You pronounce Neanderthal. Learning some more. Now that I'm on brain gas, I've started pronouncing it that way too, because that's the smart way to do it. Neanderthal. All right. Well, we don't that's have to fine. talk about Star Trek. And you kept saying Genghis Khan. Is that right too? Genghis Khan. Yeah, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Amazing. I think it's kind of like GIF or JIF. Both are right. <laughs> I don't think oh so. God. You th- yeah, do you think a name is like JIF or GIF? Without knowing so. the answer, I just know that Andy pronounces it JIF. No, gets, I no, I gets pronounce mad when you call it GIF. No, I pronounce it GIF. You do? Yes, because I'm of that generation. That's what everyone called it. And then younger generations started calling it JIF, like the peanut butter, and it's ridiculous. But Apparently, the own, the creator of GIF, uh, or of, of a GIF, said it's pronounced GIF. So all of that I didn't pay attention to. Okay, great, man. Thanks. Do you well, think the creator of something can also be wrong sometimes? I mean, the creator of the Rubik's cube didn't know how to solve the Rubik's cube, so it shows oh. what a chump he was. What really? Yeah. An idiot. Rubik's Rube, <laughs> Cubics Rube. Has that been years? <laughs> <laughs> I think that. What might aid our discussion of GIF or GIF would be the work of Roland Barth, a literary theorist. Oh, God. Who proclaimed the death of the author and said that once an author's work is out in the world, it is the property of the reader. Tell that to J.K. Rowling. That it should He's be still told. <laughs> hasn't let go. J.K. Rowling truly stands for just kidding Rowling, as in just kidding, they're all gay. <laughs> Just kidding, all those she, characters. She does, she does a lot of retconning. Is that, is that what happens? No, She's she just keeps going. She just won't stop writing those books. Oh, but, what, but from what I understood, she, she says, also she like says, oh yeah, uh, by the way, Dumbledore was gay, which I'm like, cool, awesome. Yeah. That's great. I mean, he was and never written way, as straight. Yeah. Which so is I don't see that as retconning. Well, but he was also never written as gay. He was just never written as either. Yeah. It's cool that she thought that. But then, don't they? Didn't she keep doing stuff like just like crazy? There was like she. Someone said there were no Jewish people, and am I getting too? Oh, people deep? got mad about like the 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 racial stereotypes. Yeah, like in, goblins that yeah. guarded the vaults. Oh, I like the bankers never thing. Read the books. Never read the books. No, I'm. They're amazing. They're real old. racism starter kit. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Um, they're fun. They're kind of a romp. 
This is a good it. time to introduce our guest so that yeah, there's no more, so. no more beating around the bush. She's got opinions. We want to hear them. We want to dive immediately back into Harry Potter. But please welcome a stylist that I've brought to the podcast to help my gorgeous boy with his personal style. Don't know if you can do anything about heavy brows. Wow. It's Lamour! Hello. Hi. How are you? Hello. Welcome. Such a pleasure for you oh. to have me here. Oh my God. You burned me and I liked it. That was a real flipsy doodle and I'll take it. Lamour. Just the one name? Just the one name. Surely not a birth name. No, no. My parents, uh, they forgot their last name. Oh. <laughs> Those are truly artists. That's yeah. how you know. A lot of drugs. Drugs. In the 70s, yep. Hell yeah. People talk a big game about the 60s. Everyone forgets about the 70s. I didn't want to make my parents alive in the 60s because I want to appear young. <gasps> so. Ah. We interesting. Are, we're picking up all the tricks. All, that's a trick? The, the the drug in the seventies was cocaine though, was it? Or what? Wasn't that the eighties? Oh, the 80s was cocaine. What was seventies? LSD? No. Seventies was like still PC, LSD? PCP slipped PCP. into pop that parents were afraid of their children getting hold of. I did not was know that. that. A, really? Was that a real thing? I don't know. I don't know. I was born in the seventies, but uh, I never oh God. really. Eighteen seventies. Yeah, what's <laughs> wrong 70s. with being born in the seventies? What's like the wrong 1870s. with being? <laughs> an, eight, yeah, I know. You've just said that three times. And he I remembers heard the first time. Fair King Edward, <laughs> the Edwardian period, the late Victorian. I remember the first opinion Andy had was about uh, whether the latest Dickens held up. The legacy of early Dickens, which he was also alive for. <laughs> you old fuck. That's why you are older than me. You are my father. I we keep going wait. over this. It's I, not. I have a shrink rate right beside me. Oh, stop I, it. Honey, I shrunk the kids. No, rate. I'm not playing that game. And that was the stupidest thing. One of these days, we're going to get to our Looper episode where we reveal how I'm your dad, but younger. Okay. Looper, a movie that you got to stop watching after 30 minutes. But for 30 minutes, Looper. Why? You didn't like it after 30 minutes? It got boring. I think I saw my looper last week. What the hell is going What do you mean? Nice. Uh, there was a guy I could have sworn he was myself in the future coming to kill me. Um, he was, you could have sworn that, eh? I could have sworn okay. he was in an alley and he was, um, I don't know how to put it uh, lightly, but he was uh, jacking off in the alley. That's and I thought, I thought for sure this guy is my is me from the future, and he's here to kill me. That seems like he got kind so, of distracted from his main yeah. target. And honestly, if you've seen Looper, par for the course. Par <laughs> if you for go back in time course. and you want to just masturbate publicly, what? that seems that would have made the movie so much better. <laughs> if Bruce Willis shows up, and he's just furiously masturbating. Yeah, and what's his name? The young boy is there. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah, Hayden. Christensen. No, 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 the other guy who always plays the ukulele and wants you to love him. Oh, God. I don't want to watch this movie. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt. That's too many names. I know. I know, I, I know that I'm saying that as someone with one name, but I really feel like you should pare down At if you have three. I think you have more authority than anyone mm. on that because of that. Coco Chanel said before you leave the house, take off two items. She was also talking about names. That's right. So Lose a name on your way out the door. Just be Gordon. Gordon, period. No Joseph, no Levitt, Gordon. I would also think he could That's be That's the fun. name of a young heartthrob. I would Gordon. be happy if he was Gordon. just Levitt. 
Levitt's yeah. a good one. Imagine right? he was running around as Levitt. No, Here's the craziest that, thing that's, that's pretentious. It, but that's so in character. But that is him. He's him. so pretentious. I think. I don't even oh, mean about little, him. Oh, he's a little. He's. I don't know. He sounds awful. He did a lip sync on a talk show, and that's enough to make me hate anyone forever. Oh wow, yeah. He's okay. like if Jason wow. Reitman could create a boy. <laughs> like if instead of writing movies, Jason Reitman just wrote one boy, and then hired him for everything. Oh, I get it. Well, what would be the girl? Would it be uh, Jennifer Lawrence? It would be Zoe Deschanel. Oh, Zoe Deschanel. The female Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So they were both in 100 Days of Summer. Uh, times five, bitch. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Times five. Oh, 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 oh is it? Even Sorry, I've name. never seen the movie. They, they both played five characters apiece. Oh, it's 500 It was Days a conceptual movie where they played every character. Oh, that is a It was like a answer. clumps, but for white people. Wait, was, was, it, uh, was this the teen Cloud Atlas? Was five, I've never seen 500 Days of Summer. I didn't see Cloud Atlas mainly because of the yellow face. Oh, you gotta see Cloud Atlas and just... <laughs> <laughs> yes, please just convince her to see Cloud Atlas. Tom Hanks, he plays a gangster in it and he looks amazing. So you gotta weigh those two things on the scale of your soul. Yeah. Yellow face, which you have a moral objection to, or Tom Hanks as a gangster again. I feel, I feel like I also would have a moral objection to that. But, as well, uh, though. That's, that's a heavy one side of the scale. A firm okay, line. How... He can only play lovable characters. Well, I, can't, I wouldn't buy him. As... Uh, don't see Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition, he plays a gangster. Yeah, he's, but he's going he's to He still is lovable, though, I feel. He's getting there. Road to Perdition. Yeah, I guess so. It's true. You do really feel for him. It's not uh, Road to Being Worse. I actually don't 100% know what Perdition means. Yeah, I, I think, think that is what it is. Positive. Yeah. In this uh, one, Tom perdition. Hanks has a goatee. So you're losing me more and more. It's eternal punishment. <laughs> Perdition is eternal punishment. Yeah, it's hell, hell essentially. The title Yikes. is the Road to Hell. Yeah, Road to Hell. <laughs> I had it all wrong. Yeah, I gotta go rewatch that movie because at the end I was like, I guess this is good. When will the world turn on Tom Hanks? Why do we it's want? He's playing Mister Rogers. I don't think the world's gonna turn on Tom Hanks. He, it's coming. The you world. Think... It took a long time for the world. It takes a long time for the world to turn on anyone, but everyone gets it. <laughs> Two more uh, David Pumpkin sketches, and I think people will. That'll be it. I know it was awful, him. but I kind of thought it was kind of funny. But David then, Pumpkins? But you're an SNL boy. No, I, I'm not a you big fan. You love it. What? No, I you don't. Love These it. are I do strong not. accusations being leveled. I, I just kind of I chuckled, and then everyone is like, oh my God, that David Pumpkin sketch went, oh, it's like Rick and Morty. Now, like, so crazy people yeah. like Rick and Morty. I now. walked in to your room, and you hurriedly turned off the TV and you had tears streaming down your face. And I said, what's going on? And you said, oh, oh, I'm, I'm crying because uh, something sad happened. <laughs> and that's not what was going on. I saw right through it. You were crying from laughter at the latest cold open starring <laughs> Alec Baldwin as Trump. <laughs> Trump. The thing is, you can't like SNL anymore. As, certainly as a comedian. You're, you're, you're raked over the coals. You have to like it. What? Best to SNL cast members of all time on three. One, two, three. Michael Che, Colin Yost. Honestly, I don't know. I don't care. Yost is the most, baby. Yost? Yost? Who's called, who are these people? I don't watch SNL. They're the new anchors of Weekend Update. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes. They, they, yeah, those They've got not a lot bringing to the table. <laughs> I like how uh, Michael Che seems like he hates doing that job and Colin Jost seems like he can't get enough of it. This is you know a real I mean? It's a yin and yang of hatred mm -hmm. and love. That's right. It's the yin and yang, Yost what, and Che. Lamore, what's what's your opinion on Saturday Night Live? I haven't seen that show in years. What was your era? 
Um, I watched it mainly when I was at university, which would have been 2008, 2009. Oh, that's interesting. And you went to university in 1888. Yes, 1888. So what was your, yeah. what was your SNL yeah, then was in your, the 1800s? In Who the, was there? What were the SNL sketches like in the 1800s? That would have been somehow pre-Vaudeville, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Just a Punch and Judy show. <laughs> yeah, it was just a puppet show. Yeah. Andy liked it when a very old man dressed up as a very young drumpf and beat the shit out of his son. I actually... I feel like that's more progressive than beating up his wife, so... It was progressive. I was going to talk about the actual time that I liked SNL, which was, you know, during the Dana Carvey years, which I... The church lady, and, and that, that was my era. Ugh. All right, fine. I spit on you. Sometimes I, uh, when I'm asleep, I hear Andy all in his sleep doing like a... Who's that announcer guy on SNL impression? Don, Don Pardo. Pardo. Yeah, Don he's, Pardo. He's always Don, like, It's Don Pardo. Don, Don Pardo. And he's always like, musical guest! But yeah. that's only that's only words that he can <laughs> I just do. Say musical guest. Yeah. Yeah, he musical goes, guest. Musical guest. Imagine dragons. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny because he sounds like a, he's dead, right? He sounds like a ghost. He he always sounded like a ghost. He Hot always take said, Andy. Oh fuck Hot you, Dad. Andy. Jesus. Don Pardo's alive and well. He's dead. Don Pardo's dead. They replaced him with Daryl. Daryl Hannah. No, what's his name? Yeah, Daryl Hannah. Hannah. You're looking at me. I'm not going to help you. Yeah. I can't. I know, you can't. I thought you were supposed to help me with my fashion. Wait, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Okay, 2008, 2009. Holy crap, you're young. Who was, what was that uh, SNL era? I remember everyone talking about the singing the I'm on a boat. Oh, Oh. this was Lonely Island era. Yeah. Ah. It's a good era. And mid-period Lonely Island. Kind of early. I liked Lonely. They were there. That was good. Did you enjoy... Did you see those? I sketches? hated oh. I hated Dick in the Box. That was one of the things that was popular when I was in high school, middle school, high school. Mm. And I remember being shown that video by a group of friends and thinking, are these the friends that I want to have? <laughs> <laughs> thinking, do I really truly belong with these people if they're laughing so hard at this thing that I hate so ferociously? Andy loved that. That was I his favorite. I didn't video. love Dick you in a Box. It. You forced us all no, to recreate I didn't. it on Christmas morning. You forced us all to recreate it. Okay. And I will never forget Is how much how sure. mad I got when you showed your mother your penis in a box because you said it was from SNL. And we would all think it was funny. It was a fake penis. It was your penis. It was which a fake. Is I'm a not fake gonna penis. show my mother my actual penis because your I real mean, penis. I mean, she's What? It's true, but not for a long time. This is canon. Andy doesn't have a it's real canon. penis. Why he has a fake penis that it, when he gets excited. I hate this improv shrinks. parts. I can I just just break out of the meta? I hate this improv part where you endow me with this crazy shit, and I have to. I don't know if I should either just play with it or if I should just say no. Can That's you what tell he me said. I'm not saying penis. I didn't That's go to fucking school in the 18. 18- 1800s, and I didn't see SNL in the 1800s. Let's just talk about real things, like my was, real stuff. And he was born in the 1800s. The I wasn't of, born in the 1800s. He aged slow, but his penis aged fast. It fell off early. We got him early surgery in Canada. Best healthcare in the world. Fuck. A new penis was adapted, but when he gets excited, it gets smaller. If I can make one addendum to that lore, um, please. The healthcare in Europe is much better. I, I misspoke. I was in a frenzy. I'm, I'm, but I'm proud of my Sweden country. has maternity and paternity leave for a full year. Not all of us have babies that we want to abandon immediately, all right? That mm. is definitely true of me. And if you think my relationship with Andy is bad, uh, don't get me started on the many siblings of his we do not know the whereabouts of. I thought it was an only child. We wanted you to think that. We always wanted one kid. Uh-huh. And then what happened to all and the other ones? And you picked this one? Stop. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, what is going on? Like, you just met me. Lamor is holding your feet to the flames, Listen, pal. the way a man dresses is very indicative of his aura. And, and I'm okay. really getting bad vibes over here. So. That's what? great. This Please is our segue. Me. Okay, Lamor, describe what we're seeing. Because we know, we know what we're seeing, but describe for our listeners... What's Andy's style, and what does it say? Oh, my God. All right. Well, for this, I think to really to have a moment of personal growth, we're going to have to just strip down completely. And by I mean, no, put your shirt back on. By that, I mean Andy's emotionally. So yeah, because that's what I was doing. And emotionally was... stripping down to really unpack what's happening. Because as we know, uh, people... They wear clothes uh, not to protect themselves from the elements or uh, because they're at a park and there are children there and they want to pr- not be arrested, but to give their aura a shape that they can touch and present to the world. And I don't know oh, what, nice. I don't know what is happening now that you're presenting a very perverse, almost a criminal aura. Yeah. Um, is it because he's wearing an algorithm t-shirt that says, yes, I am a July baby who was born in the 1800s and I love my truck nuts, but I hate my real nuts. And my only belief, religiously speaking, is that God is, I'm him. And I'm born when Mercury's in retrograde, but don't touch my dad's ass. Unless you're a Starbucks fan like me, go Rough Riders of Saskatchewan, CFL. So that- Yeah, is that it? Is that what that- I was more concerned uh, by the hat, which- it yeah, is just yeah. quite an eyesore. Yeah, he's he's got a real season one of Drag Race Santino vibe with that hat. It's so tall. It's a hat. What's a tall it, hat? What's wrong and, with a tall hat? I mean, I mean it's, it's so tall that it it really... How do you walk through doorways with that? I don't. Yeah. That's what I do. Andy went through a real Babadook phase that's still going. So he like... Not least because he was a Victorian boy. Babadook? Yeah. Oh, you mean those big, the, the big Victorian top hats, right? The grief demon. The grief demon in that movie. Yeah. The Babadook. The Babadook, yeah. When I saw that movie, I was like, Babadook, more like data book. Because uh, <laughs> I had written a book that was like the data, Babadook, and then I, it doesn't matter. Um, so you're seeing this hat. Can I say something about this hat? Yes. Now, Andy wears a tall hat because there's a rat on his head that pulls on his hairs and guides his every move. How large is the rat then? Because that hat's got to be at least seven feet tall. Yeah, the hat is excessive, no matter how you yeah. slice it. You could wear a ball cap and the rat would fit in there just fine. I so. know, but the rat likes to have different levels to the whole place. He, he has a whole apartment thing. It's kind of like a, like a... That's cute. Yeah, he enjoys hanging out. But There's... you think the hat's too much. And you think the hat... I do think it's a touch much. It's, it's, so what I, the combination of a graphic tee purchased online, personalized for Andy, and a tall top hat, Victorian style whether there's a rat underneath it or not. I would say it's a confused look. Oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we haven't even started on uh, the cargo shorts. That's true. Which are, frankly, the greatest abomination. The cargo of- shorts, are, if I could just say, are yeah. very useful because they have lots of pockets. And the reason they're shorts is because Dad has it like at 85 degrees in here constantly. So I have to wear shorts. But tell her the real reason that you have those, which is his lifelong love of the style... Of Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Smith. People shit on Kevin Smith too much anyway, frankly. You do have I a should, lot of He tells a great jerseys. story, okay? And he can. he's had a couple of good movies. There have been some stinkers. I but shit on Kevin Smith once. You actually shit on Kevin Smith. At a crazy Hollywood sex orgy. 
when were you in Hollywood and when were you at an orgy? When was I in Hollywood? Yeah. When I was writing for television in the 90s. <laughs> You've never told me. You don't me even that. know he, your own dad. Well, yeah, he doesn't. When, okay, what, what show did you write on? You name it, I wrote on it. Okay. Pole House. Pole House? You mean Full House? <laughs> Were you writing porno on porno versions? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. when he shit on. Ah, uh, that's how you got the gentleman into the whose origin. name I've already forgotten. Kevin Smith. Yep. Yeah. Jane, Silent Bob. Silent Bob. And I was like, I'll make you talk, Silent Bob. He didn't. He didn't say a word. I covered a him. True in shit. master. Wow. Yeah, we were at the rap party for Pole House, and what I the sh- fuck was he doing at the? <laughs> he loves to hobnob. He was, you know, you know, Mall Rats was out. He was riding high on the hog. He came to the Pole House rap party. I shit on him. And then the two twins simultaneously said, how rude. So is that what you want your shorts to say? <coughs> is that what you want your shorts to tell the world? No, obviously. That your father wrote for Pole House. I obviously don't <laughs> want that. But do you have a suggestion then? Uh, something also, that, like shorts that yeah. are, are there shorts? That so shorts. I would say if you're going to go with the cargo short option, make it an intentional statement. Layer it over a cargo pant with the cargo short on top and wear a cargo vest over top, a multi-pocketed blouse. Oh my goodness. Then you're saying, yes, I am wearing too many pockets, but maybe society has too many pockets. Do you see what I... Is that what you would say like Michael Jackson was doing with zippers? I mean, potentially. One time my mom bought me a very expensive shirt with so many zippers on it that she, she brought it back from Italy and she like... Got sad that I never wanted to wear it. Also, I was in grade eight, so like the most <laughs> vulnerable moment of my life. And so I had to wear this zipper shirt one day. Oh and my God. Of course, I got made fun of. Oh, was that Did people come and try to unzip the zippers? Oh, was, yeah. Was it like a tassel of zippers? It was like Could, a. Did you move around like, like a zipper tight, flapper? Almost Under Armour style <laughs> shirt. <laughs> with like zippers. Mail. Did what? it catch? Just zippers. In. No, body like, hair they they like didn't actually open up to anything like you could open them but there was like there was nothing no underneath they're they just no like purpose. yeah like yeah. just and i guess you were zippers. eighth grade so at that point if they caught in any body hair you would just be proud that you'd had any That's at all a, at yes. that point yeah. but i had so much and that was also another reason why people <laughs> believed me you can't have that much hair everyone wants pubes in grade eight until there's too many pubes and was a real peanut butter solution in his grade eight year Nice reference. Do you like that one? Yeah. Forgotten Canadian film. It's a good. That was a good movie. It that, was actually that very movie had creepy. a lot going on. There was a lot of weird stuff going on. It was on, way actually. too much for one movie. Yeah. There was a kid gets scared of real witches, loses all his hair, uses peanut butter to grow, but it keeps growing. There's also the B story of his of his friend trying to grow his pubic hair, and then gets all the way too much hair. Way too much. But and then there's style. also that weird wizard who paints who paints they uh, make, scenes. They make paintbrushes out of everlong kid hair and then in the paintings that these haunted brushes create you can hide in the painting what the hell movie is this the peanut butter solution one of those quebec films the french french kids movies like that and the dog that stopped the war which is honestly a horrifying (laughs) film horrifying horrifying i'll that changes you if you watch it never never let your kid watch the dog that stopped the war i forced you to watch it uh it was awful clockwork orange style yeah it honestly young. destroyed me eyes. it's a cute movie 
for like 85 minutes. I'm going to ruin it. Those Turn are, it off. Those are a lot of minutes for oh, it to be a cute movie. For real. It's about two kids who get into a snowball fight and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. They make these giant like... Uh, like all like all these different weapons about snow and it's like oh it's so funny forts and all this stuff happens and all throughout the movie there's this like cute Saint Bernard who's kind of going back and forth da, da, da. and then there's a fi uh, the final battle with all this goofy music and they're all having a good time but then finally they take the the I don't know the enemy's fort down and it just comes down on the dog <gasps> and they have to like they're like oh god oh god oh god and they and they they the dog suffocates. <sighs> at the end of the movie. Oh, Andy, don't talk about this. I'm just I, saying, it ruined me, and you made me watch that. I, I know love that. About. Yeah, you, that's, you love that? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Why do you love that? That is actually the kind of movie that is, like, my jam. Well, as a, ch as Listen, a child. Listen, I'm the kind of person who's, like, Harmony Kareen sold out. Oh, so wow. you like Gummo. Oh, that's my favorite movie. I love Gummo, actually. Like, no lore, Gummo. no joke. Gummo is my favorite movie. Gummo's incredible. I don't remember Gummo. <laughs> I, think, like, I feel like I made you watch a Clockwork Orange I feel like I I'm tired it. of movies pulling punches and being like, oh, we're not going to go there. That's oh too God, much. I need a movie that actually kills the dog. You guys have got to get down with the old school directors. Ron Howard. <laughs> now, what's wrong with Ron Howard? His hair color. Fair. It, what is it? A red? A nice red? It's, yeah. it's like a, a a burnt orange. Oh, kind of umber. like a dirty. It's like a sienna. So you're judging color. a man's directing on his hair color? A hundred percent. She's a stylist, man. I like I said, I how we cloak ourselves in colors and shapes. So he should dye his hair. Exactly. I like the way that Ron Howard wears a baseball cap in a shameful manner, disguising his loss of hair. I like that he run, he scurries about like a sad, uh, afraid one. Oh, God. Hiding from the insults he assumes are coming. And probably also protecting against the Los Angeles sun. It's a bright, it's a bright sun. Ron Howard. Apollo Why do you like 13. Ron Howard? What, what Ron Howard movie do you like? Tell me a movie that goes there as hard as Apollo 13 goes there. Oh, come on. Are you telling me the scene when they're up in the rocket and then they suck each other off in space? Oh, that's not true. Tell me that's not fucked up and awesome. <laughs> they suck each other off and then they say, if there was a dog here, it would die probably. What movie they, are you watching? They spin a gun around. Apollo 13. Are Apollo 13. Yeah, there it is. Paul. A pole. From the makers of Pole House. Oscars. Let's talk about them. Yeah. The season was upon us. I know Andy was pissed. I heard him watching the Oscars through his door, screaming and punching and sh and burning his ballot. He said, I lost, I lost. I shouldn't have lost. They got it wrong again. I was actually talking about Green Book and how I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Weren't I mean, a fan. I mean, I think it's, sure, it's fine, but. No, it's not. I mean. It's I, garbage. Yeah, I know. It's Hot garbage. <laughs> it's it's a bad one. It's one of those movies that white people make. To feel better about being white. That's my favorite genre. Yeah. You just named my favorite yeah, genre. No, it's like not, crash. It's just like, it just kind of <laughs> yeah. sucks. It was Crash too. It was another Dances with Wolves situation. Oh, was what I it love was. it. Those are my th three favorite movies behind Birth of a Nation. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my Dad. God. Those are, what? What? Birth of a Nation. I can't say. What? Do you guys like movies that go there or not? Okay, well, Birth of a Nation has its place in cinema, unfortunately, because it was it's not even actually the first... I liked it no. because they killed all those horses in real life. Or am I thinking of something? I'm thinking of the, the, of the, the, the no, 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 the crash of the, the light, the light brigade. Light brigade? 
The Charge of the Light Brigade. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Whoa, they killed well, horses? They killed so many horses. And fun fact, the, uh, the animal wrangler or the, the special effects uh, director for that movie was the same one from Ben-Hur. He hated horses. Yeah, kill, wow. killed, killed horses in Ben-Hur too. Yeah, the, but for the Charge of the Light Brigade, they had tripwire all up in the fields yeah, and then uh, they had the horses run. What the hell? Don't they just like intentionally killed these horses? Oh yeah, that movie is the reason that um, there are like animal rights in movies because they were like, this is too much. Oh, you know, it. it's, it's crazy. They let Ben-Hur happen and, uh, and Charge of like the a... Light Brigade is when they were like, we draw the line. So you know how bad it was. I watched Ben-Hur and I didn't realize those horses were in pain. They Oh, they were really killing the horses. In Shawshank Redemption, though, they had to oh, wait. Oh, God. For, oh, you didn't like that. Okay. Uh, no, go on. Say, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> Andy <laughs> loves Shawshank I like Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. I don't care what you say. Andy loves Shawshank Redemption. He loves That explains Michael. the cargo shirts. Okay. In Charging Redemption, though, they had to wait. There's a there's a moment where they, he uh, one of the characters feeds a bird with a maggot, and they had to wait for the maggot to die of natural causes Ooh. before they could actually. Feed How long it. did that take? I, I don't know. I think there was millions of them, so they just waited for one to die. Wow! They just had a bunch of maggots, and they um, had to. Cool, cool, cool story, huh? Yeah. Why do you not the like Charging Redemption? Taking things too far. Is it too basic, or is it just like I'm just curious? Because I preferred uh, the ambiguity in the novel where it's implied that he is guilty yeah i think it is a more boring story when he's an innocent man and that I, was really what they lent very heavily on i would agree I think, the, I think the short story is better but i don't know i just really also i i feel like i am just got very tired at a certain point of every single imdb poll yeah every single teenage boy yeah just getting their dicks hard over Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I yes. like movies where I mean, the horse kills people. My favorite genre of film is YouTube video, and I, contra Spielberg, think it should be allowed in the Oscars next year as Best Picture. Did, uh, did Best Picture, Chewbacca Mom. Che- best Picture, Chewbacca Mom. Did he say that... Best Picture, David after Dentist. All right, that's fine. What did he say? No, did he, he say- doesn't want Netflix to have movies in running. Why? Um, I think he's got some legitimate reasons about... The way that Netflix runs their shit. I also think Netflix movies actually kind of suck for the most part anyway. So. Oh, and he's coming out swinging again. Swinging! The- That's crazy to me. Our lords and saviors at Netflix, the only purveyors of media today, the only culture I ever have heard of. Okay. And the ones who teach me what it is to love and to live. What do you not like about Netflix, you old shit? I shouldn't say that. I sh- it's just the TV shows. Oh, it's no Dickens. Rough. It's no new Dickens exactly. novel, Andy says. It's no modern. It's not no new Dickens serialized novel in today's newspaper. It's no Punch and Judy it. puppet show. Andy, you'd love the new Ricky Gervais Netflix show oh, about a guy. I saw the trailer for that. A guy who just says whatever he wants now. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? That, and it's it's like a funny. superpower. Yeah. yeah, it's called Podcast Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's called British. Yeah, at the end of every sentence, he looks in the camera and says, "God's not real." Huh? That's it. <laughs> and then he imagines everyone behind the screen going, "Bah!" Yeah, like their mustaches. He says that mustaches spinning, spilling their monocles teeth. falling out. Yeah. Oh, we can't say that. I would love to see Ricky Gervais walk into his own family reunions, his elderly, like grandparents or whoever, being like, "Ricky." You've really done it again. <laughs> I assume his grandparents are still alive and kicking at 140 years old. I don't know. I really liked The Office. Ricky Gervais and I were friends, and then he talked behind my back, and I don't like him anymore. <laughs> what did Is he say? Fun? What, what were some of the things that he spread about you? He, you know, he said that I was, you know, um, a nerd, and that I, I should, would never be class president. He said that uh, I'd never. 
uh, I didn't even know how to put on a condom. And he said I had he said I had zits all over. Did you go to high school with Ricky Gervais, yeah, or we did went you to junior high together? Mm. Yeah, because those are real in Leeds in Leeds in Leeds. What did you think of The Office when it came out then? Because that was very I hated it. You hated The about, Office because he t- stole it all from me, all the good stuff. Okay. And I wrote Derek. Oh, you, you wrote Derek. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. No, that's my favorite one. You love Derek. <laughs> yeah. That's the the movie sh- about a mentally challenged person, t- t- terribly done. A show. A know sh- the difference. Sorry, a show. You're right. A show. Uh, not really. That's that's my bit. Ricky Duck. <laughs> I'm the one who told him to crucify himself on a mic stand for his for that photo that he shares everywhere. Oh, fuck. And then to wear a crown of thorns like Jesus, and then to write atheist on his chest. He's like mouth. one step away from those comedians who put the caution tape around their mouths. Oh, he's one step somehow. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond that. Oh. He's inside that. He's, he's that manifest. I, oh. I like it when comedians put caution tape on their mouths, because oh. it lets you know that if you're going to the show, you're going to hear some crap. You can hear about S-E-X. I love a comedian with caution tape all over every part of their body. Okay. Caution tape on their mouth. Caution tape on their ass. <laughs> Those are the two parts. Those are, that's it? The two, the two parts where things, sounds come out of? Mm-hmm. Words. If you're Word, Andy. What? You know about... Okay. Oh, yes. What, 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 what other thing? I, yes, I can speak with my ass. He's got, full, he's got a full set of teeth down I have there. a full set of teeth. What there. the dentist described as my unfortunate duty to clean every six months. You only clean your butt teeth once every six months? Well, he has to brush and floss regularly, but the dentist gets at him every six months. All yeah. right, that's a You would think it would be more because the it's boo-boo. my butt. Yeah, but um, but no, it's still just six months. We do it, yeah, one in the mouth and then the bum. Oh, and at least it's in that uh, yeah, order and not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, Lamour. Yes. We've had a brief, we've had a cursory look at Andy's cargo shorts, his uh, long, long graphic tee. Yeah, could you could you read that again for me? I've just misplaced my reading glasses. Oh, for I sure. Heard. Yeah, it says I'm an I'm a July baby, which means I don't have balls, and but my truck does, and my license plate says PEI for a reason, bitch. And oh shit, what's hatching out of this asshole? Yep. It's teeth, and I love, I'll never be a Libra. I'm a Capricorn till I die, and if you think that Mercury, Mercury's not in retrograde, I am Slipknot. <laughs> That's what it says. Keep uh, talking about me, I'm gonna go pee. You're gonna go pib? Yeah, you guys talk about me. Um, okay, let's talk about him. He's got these cargo shorts, he's got this long, long graphic tee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's got the tall, tall top hat. Yep. And then he's got the uh, designer Crocs. Oh. Leather. Oh no. And his only suit is a David Pumpkin style suit with pumpkins all over it. Yeah. He really liked it. And I don't know if you could see, but he's Was that tatted. bespoke? Did he he's have it made for himself? Bottom up. Oh yeah, he, it's bespoke. Yeah. That must have been very expensive. Well, he got it done yeah. at a real investment. Store. <laughs> so it was cheap, but they did it. They I made just... it out of the tablecloths from yes. the dollar store. That's right, yeah. And they said, are you sure you want this? And he kept saying, yes, yes, do it, do it. Um... Not a very breathable fabric. No. I and imagine. as you can see, his gen, his uh, regular appearance is clockwork oranged eyeballs. He's got the clamps on. He wears them all the time, yeah. Yeah, so his eyeballs really protrude. That explains the eye drops that he carries around. That's and right. the vial around his neck. Yeah, cruel intention style. You know, a little a vial that's shaped like a crucifix. Um, and 
And obviously, um, we can see that he's tatted from his ankles to his, uh, above his jawline. So it's, it looks like the tats are enclosing his face, like the Warner Brothers, that's all folks, circle disappearing at the end of a program. And the tats get more and more every day. He can't stop. And it's the same thing. It's the the one portrait, badly yeah. done, of Elvis. Stoichel, the, yeah. the skater, not that's the... Right. The skater the from the Fries commercials? Yeah, the, the McKean Fries, Elvis Stoiko. I mean, I can appreciate a nod to his Canadian heritage, but at the same time, it seems a little excessive. It's excessive, especially because it's a caricature version of Elvis Stoiko. Mm-hmm. It doesn't um, seem respectful. It's not respectful. His head is too big, and he's too into rollerblading. <laughs> he was a figure skater. Just yeah. put skates on. But and they, the, he's holding a hot dog. He's holding a hot dog. The, he's on the beach, mm-hmm. and, so, and a babe in a car is passing, and she's whistling at him. <laughs> so and, and it's like repeated... Again and again and again and again and again. It kind of like scales. It's like he has scales. Elvis Stoichel scales. When did this start? It seems almost pathological. Well, I forced him to get most of the first one, but then he's he picked it up from there. And I was Why Elvis Stoichel? Um, as like a joke, because I was always more of a Kurt Browning fan, and, I, and everyone in my life knew that. The irony is that Eddie looks a bit like Kurt Browning. So we're, we're looking at this, the whole package. Andy is back in the room. Um, what, what's, a, what's a place that you would start with Andy style-wise? Where can we take him? I would start do? by, again, just stripping down emotionally and examining, I mean, I can clearly see your relationship with your father, but what was your relationship like with your mother? Because it seems from the way you're dressing that there's a very deep-seated trauma. You know, did you get enough attention? I find that with most people, when they dress poorly, the root of, of the problem is just a lack of breast milk. Oh, okay. You know? Well, so I, I, I would, didn't know I was dressing poorly. But, I would um, call your mother, have mm-hmm. a long heart-to-heart about, you know, the, not even necessarily the tattoos or the hat or the, the garish, garish nose piercings, but just about... The ages mm-hmm. in your ears. I have all of... And yep, the, yep, and the gauges and the eyebrows. It just seems like a little... Mud. It seems like you just want attention and love. The and I think that... The space between your knuckles on your hand, the webs. Mm-hmm. It's, not a, it's not attractive, but I can see that it comes from a, a place of emptiness. So I think reconnect with your roots. Um, discover what it is to be loved. And then that will start to radiate outward. And I think you're going to start making better fashion choices. Thanks so much, Lamour. I'll you. do that. I'll definitely reach out to my mother and talk to her about... Uh, her breastfeeding me. Exactly. You should and ask her to send you some breast milk. Yeah, that, that's a great idea. That Ricardo. could help, actually. That could help. Okay. Take it with some? you when you go shopping. Take mm-hmm. a little sip. Look at the shirt. Say, does this bring me love? So do you want me to drink my mother's breast milk? Yes. You can years, have another vial, uh, another necklace. I gone through menopause. I don't even know if she can produce milk anymore. No, she hasn't. What? She hasn't. She hasn't gone through menopause. No. My mother's 60. Yeah, something. It's a medical 62. miracle. Sixty-two. She what? She's pregnant right now. She's pregnant. Listen, women can have children at any age. That's feminism. Uh, okay, that I'm is not. Feminism. I'm not trying to be Andy. Are you trying to feminism. be a hashtag right now? No, I'm not to be a hashtag anything. Fas- I just feminism is women being having kids at a hundred. Maybe and- this poor taste in hats just comes from a hatred of women. Have I you have considered no that? hatred I'll of women. I'll tell you something right now. The rat on his head. That's a guy rat. That's a guy rat. I think you need to diversify your hiring process. All right. Well, I, I did not hire this rat. The rat just moved into my hat. 
I'm paying him a wage. Is this what we're doing? Oh, the, what, the rats? What, what did you say? The rats telling me where to go? Is he's that, pulling out your hairs doing? and guiding yeah, you. Yeah, pulling on my hair. He's pulling on my hairs and guiding me, guiding me where I, I need to go. Yes. Yeah. That's what we're doing now. That's, yeah. That's Maybe canon. if the rat loved you more, it would help you make better choices in your outfits. You know what, Lamar, you're right. I need to chat with the rat and then I need to start drinking uh, my mother's breast milk. Breastfeed on the rat right yeah. now. Okay. Maybe the rat could direct you to the gap and you could get some a nice dress shirt. You could mm-hmm. nice, <laughs> sure, man. A, that's a thing you a could do. A blouse or a V-neck uh, sweater. Yeah. A blouse. A, a blouse. I, okay. I'll, I'll wear a blouse. Any, sure. No, you're pronouncing anyone it a can blouse. wear a blouse, blouse now. Oh. Blouse. What about a nice like black T-shirt and some jeans or something? Oh and get rid of all God. these piercings. This man needs the, breast milk. Yeah, you're speaking like a guy who's got a critical lack of breast milk. Now I think what Andy would look good in is a nice cape. Okay. Um, a a single long shirt like Dopey of the Seven Dwarves, <laughs> and I want to say like Pete Davidson hair. Oh yeah. Why do I yeah, do this? Swaddle podcast? yourself in excess fabric to bring back the love of the mother that you never knew. All right. Okay, a cape so. could be cool. No one's, no one's wearing capes these days. Nobody could, is wearing capes. You could be the first one. I would disagree. I'm a great fan of the cape. Who's They're appearing on right red now? carpets everywhere. I myself wore one not two weeks ago. Oh. What red carpet were you at? Oh, just generally. You were just, just generally, it. just to the grocery store. Wow. They're very good for gesturing, especially if you wish to speak to a manager. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can I ask they you something? They added gravitas. What do you think of my outfit of head-to-toe camo, including a camo turtleneck and a camo beret? Am I looking good or mal? I think I would dye the hair to match, make the beard, the eyebrows, and the hair, also a camo print, just so that there's nothing garish, you know, mismatching. You don't want people to look at you in the forest and be like, who's that floating head of hair? That's great. I love it. I do have camo uh, contacts in Camo colored contact. Yes, I noticed that. I do appreciate your dedication. And I would also paint the nails. And then just maybe for a bit of class, I would wear, uh, I would add a heel, not an open toe or an espadrille because those are for peasants. But I would wear a simple classy pump, also in a camo. I love a classy pump. Mm -hmm. Just something that makes a nice click clack, announces your presence. So people look around and then they say, oh, who is that? Was it a ghost? Because again, you're in camo and no one can see you. I love this. And speaking of click clack, um, obviously Andy has a, Shoes that fit his hooves. Oh yeah, but I'm I have sure hooves. we can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ah yes, the leather Crocs. Yeah, we can figure something out for that. Sure. What 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 do what do you wear when you have hooves for feet? What what's what's a good thing to wear? Can I suggest I, something? Go for it. Oh naturel, let the hooves out. Exactly. I was just about to say, and then paint them like one large toenail. Mm. You could do a lot of really fantastic nail art, like a mural. Oh my god. Know? Like a reproduction of the Sistine Chapel. Oh my God! What about those shoes that uh, horses wear? Horseshoes? Yeah. The man is not a horse. Are you mad? Yeah. Well, I, I'm just I'm yeah, just spitballing. I know they say say there are no bad suggestions, but I really dislike the <laughs> suggestion of horseshoes yeah. for hooves. You know what? I'm, I'll leave it to the expert. I'll let I'll let you uh, I'll let you give him a, a queer eye style makeover. Wow. I'm not about to redecorate his apartment. I yeah. feel like that's far too much to ask Have of you me. Seen? You know what I love about queer eye is that the three of them are like. You know, yeah, they're helping. And then that one guy's like, here's a whole new house. Yeah. That one guy does some heavy lifting. He does the majority of it. One man just sits down with them and says something like, you should call your dad. Yeah. And then the other one is buying him a new couch. Yeah, one guy's like, 
no, say it with me. Live, laugh, love. And then the guy says it and he's like, you're free. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, I built, a, I bought a plot of land for you. I, I created agriculture on this terrace. You're going to be able to feed your family. I've completed all the plumbing. Wife. The plumbing is done. You are the king of this new autonomous fiefdom? state. You have a fiefdom. I have cre- I've collected tithes for you. And then there's that one guy who just makes guac. Yeah. It's like the, and then you can do this sometimes. If you do you want this guac hot? We can heat the guac. That's an Anthony, right? Anthony was the one in the recent meme who was too close to Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson when they were mecking out at a hockey game. Okay. Did you see that meme? No. He was kind of like they were like sharing so much tongue. There was a lot of tongue in that photo. Like a, the amount of tongue that you were like like a creature movie tongue, like you see like a slug, and then Anthony's sitting there like boom. Like thought bubble, thought bubble time. Mm-hmm. Looking like, deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. There's also a very muscly man sitting uh, behind them. Okay. And uh, that was me. Okay, this is the part of the show that we uh, are required to do for some reason every week. It's Everardo's Games. If you're coming around, gotta know his name. His name's Everardo. These are his games. That's right. It's uh, time for the fan favorite trivia segment. And uh, before we start, I'll just take another sniff of brain gas. That's, I hate seeing this. It's canon. It's true blue velvet nightmare material. I feel like my brain has expanded. Um, okay, so this is a game called Fashion Facts. And it's just a simple trivia game about fashion. Okay, so this All was right. question one. Uh, which celebrity owned the failed uh, surf clothing brand, Malibu Dave. Wow. And there's no multiple choice. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just got to guess out of nowhere. It's a Dave. Good. What? It's not a Dave. Dave Coulier left to mind. It might be a Malibu. Why do you you think it's a Malibu? Why do you think it's a a Dave? It's Malibu Dave. I know, but don't you think? Maybe you think someone just... named Jeff started? I'll a give you a hint. It, it is a Dave. Well, you, it it's is a Dave. Okay. Come on. Well, I don't know. Don't it's like Chip around. and Pepper. You don't think like the guy's name was Chip? Yeah, it was. The guy that created Chip and Pepper's name was not Chip. Yeah, it was Chip. Uh... Chip Pepper. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's Chip Pepper. Dave. Who? Who? Uh, David Dave Attenborough. David. David and Atten. That I diet. I say Dave. Ha- David Hasselhoff. Oh, that's not bad. That's actually a good guess. That's a beach man. Well, it's not um, right. I'm... David I Suzuki. David Suzuki. Malibu, Dave, as we call him in Canada. <laughs> um, just to have someone different to say, I'm going to say David Copperfield. Well, uh, believe it or not, it is David Hasselhoff. Oh, oh well, I thought it was wrong. I was like, all right, we did it. Tried to go up against... I'm taking part uh, ownership for that because I acknowledged it was a good guess. Oh, yeah. That's true. What? It was the best guess you, you could ownership? have. Ownership? Yeah, thank you, thank you. you steal that? Yeah. Sorry, Andy. You should so have that, said... Yeah, that's true. Points do go to uh, Lamour People for that. People who say that's a good idea? <laughs> yeah. You have to, after you say your guess, you have to say, mine only, uh, no takes. Trademark. Trademark. Yeah. Trademark. Yeah. You gotta go, trademark, shotgun on my idea. But no, we gotta go shotgun. Shotgun on his idea. I'm right. the driver of his idea. She's the driver now. Green book. Kami green Bahama. Book. You green booked me. Okay. Tommy Bahama shut down Malibu Dave. They were not happy about it. Who shut it down? Tommy Bahama. What? What was the beef? 
just a different kind of surf guy shirt. Tommy Bahama shut down Malibu Dave? Who they was made, They made Bahama? Tommy angry. Okay, question two. Uh, which celebrity uh, brought down two clothing companies simultaneously? Uh, and I'll give you a hint. It's a reality, uh, a disgraced reality TV star. Ask the question again. Uh, which celebrity brought down two clothing companies simultaneously? It feels like it's got to be Tommy. I feel Bahama. like it's someone who crashed into the factories with their truck. It, it well, literally the, took the them situation. Yeah, just knocked them to the, the situation ground. Situation is a good guess. I'm guessing the situation. Because he, yes, because lines. he wore those shirts, and the company themselves was like, "Please stop wearing our shirts." This is a bad image that you're yeah. putting forward, and he refused to stop wearing that. Actually, is kind of true, but it's not the situation. <laughs> but it is true. Well, it was for another this one. Of, it was another one of company. the Jersey Shore. Is it a Jersey Shore? It's not a like Jersey Shore, but it's like people? similar uh, world. It was the guy from John and Kate. Play. It was John Goslin, and he was wearing <laughs> those horrible shirts. What? Oh, the ones that the stupid douchebags would wear. Hardy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, that's my guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let me just say, good guess. John Gosselin? Um, Who am I going to guess? Okay, a reality show stud. Who was the guy who was he from the hills? That Spencer. boy? <gasps> the one with the crystals. Spencer. Yeah, with the crystals. What? Spencer. Yeah. With the wife with all the plastic surgery and the crystals. Yeah. He, that guy. I think, and I, the brands he took down, I think, were uh, 9-11 socks. <laughs> And the World Trade Center sweaters. World Trade Center brands uh, sweaters. It's Osama bin Laden, is my guess. That is another good guess. Who is um, it? It is John Goslin from oh, John and Kate oh, Plus Eight. You're allowed to just say that was the right. <laughs> yeah. Don't put me through this. I don't know. Do you who? remember he got really into quadding? Quadding. 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 I feel like I might be making four up a member. Yeah, like four by four driving, and oh. he was always driving his four by four in a Ed Hardy shirt, and know. everyone was like, "Stop! Stop it!" Wow, yeah. Really? The world was John like, John, stop. I don't know Hardy any of them. I really am from the 1800s. I don't know any of these people. Oh, people can have eight kids now. It's just like when you were old. <laughs> yeah? It's okay. back. Eight kids is back. Oh, it's back. And it's sometimes one now? mom does all eight, and we call her Octo. Oh. And then she fights Spider-Man, and that's the story. Okay. <laughs> what was have, the other brand? Have, uh, John Gosling started his own Ed... Well, first he was an ambassador for Ed Hardy, and then they were like, please stop wearing our shirts. <laughs> we're losing sales. So then he started his own Ed Hardy-style company called Gosling Gear, which uh, <laughs> failed immediately. But Ed Hardy survived. Imagine. They survived. I, uh, it's, the question is a little misleading. Not really bring them down, but they, su- he, they suffered. Wrong. They suffered <laughs> for a Imag- little bit. Suffered. Imagine being that powerful, but also, having that much hatred behind you. That people could dislike you so much that even seeing you wearing that shirt would cause the company's stock to plummet. I love that. That is true power. I don't understand what's so wrong about an aging suburban dad wearing a shirt with rhinestone tigers ripping out of his <laughs> chest. If that's wrong, yeah, I don't want to be right. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. You'll have to take it up with Ed. Okay, final uh, question. I know Ed Hardy. Which of the following was not a Met Gala theme? Are you familiar with the, the Met Gala? This is a big fashion event of the year. Yeah. It's <laughs> anyway. Where, uh, yeah, so, everyone looks like a knight all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have crazy themes and people wear crazy clothes. Uh, so which one of these was not a, a Met Gala theme? Was it A, China, B, China. 
Susan Sontag's essay on camp. What? C. Rock style. All of these. Or D. Pirates of the Caribbean. D. Pirates of the Caribbean. D. What? Wait, that's the I'm one say that's C. not a I'm going to say C. C oh, the China one was a disaster. They were people who had chopsticks in the hair. Whoa. Um, the person who knocked it out of the park was Rihanna. She wore um, an actual Chinese designer who is yeah. fabulous. It seems like the right thing to do. It was the only right choice. So this is It yeah. was the only <laughs> correct so choice addressing. you could have made. They really laid on and, a trap for a lot of idiots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Um, the theme is who is the dreadlocks. Th- that particular... <laughs> you better not wear dreadlocks. You better not come in dreadlocks, you fucking the th- It wasn't so much China. It, it was something like... Um, it was China, like China's colon, influence, something. It, like the, then, something about the influence that it's had on the world of fashion or whatever, which made for an inter- interesting exhibit, but oh, a lot of people fell into that trap. Well, I'm going to change my answer to D now, because you seem to really know your Pirates stuff. Of the yeah, so D. Definitely D. I mean, Wait, hold on. Susan Sontag's notes on camp could be a theme? I was going to say C. I guess that would just be like camp. You're just dressing Well, see, C, I know they had a year where the theme was like punk, where it was like punk rock. A lot of people wore um, like really tacky things. Again, the best choices were the actresses who chose to wear Vivian Westwood, which was, I feel, Mm. again, like the obvious choice. Um, Andy would fit in well, I feel like, in a punk gala with his eyes peeled back, clockwork orange style, and his <laughs> and all the different things are in my face, right? All the yeah, all the gauges, yeah, all the gauges. Those. That's what they're called, yeah. But I also know that Anna Wintour cho- chooses the themes, and I feel like the camp one would be more up her alley. I feel like she would think that Pirates of the Caribbean was beneath her. Yeah. But when Pirates of the Beer- Caribbean came out, I was but a child and not paying attention to the Met Gala. So maybe there was a point where they were trying to be trendy. I mean, before that, it was a Disneyland ride. So that would have been a weird choice. Mm. Pirates of the Caribbean? Well, they might have, Disney might have made them do it, maybe. Like sponsored them or something like that. Again, it's unlikely, but strange things happen. Exactly, like, you know, secret money. I don't know why I'm arguing with this when it turns out China was a real thing. (laughs) Yeah. So So which one are you going to say? I don't know. I'm going to go with also that one. D. So all three of us <laughs> say D. Well, yeah, that is the only one that's not a real okay, thing. Oh, you got it. But Susan Sontag's notes on camp is this year's theme, this that's, upcoming theme. That's a heady wow. theme. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's heady. I mean, they everyone does such a bad job dressing for this thing. Um, although this past year was very good, Heavenly Bodies. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I was at this year's. Oh, yeah? I was an invited guest. What did you wear? Who designed your outfit? Tommy Bahama designed for me a... Because um, the theme was... Heavenly Bodies. Heavenly Bodies. Like, I was nude mm-hmm. and not welcome. <laughs> and Tommy Bahama was drunk. And the two of us streaked through the Met Gala with soy bomb written on our asses. A performance piece. That's like what it. we called it to the officers who arrested us. Artistic expression. And that's what we said. And they disagreed. And Tommy Bahama blamed me. And he's got to go. I've got to go. Andy's Sorry, always, guys. I have to go. He always David S. Pumpkins at a, a certain hour. <laughs> Any questions? Yeah. Oh, Andy, let like that, that be the last word. Any let questions? It... Oh, what a fucking idiot. That's my boy, my beautiful boy. Well, if that's not an excuse to wrap this up, I don't know what is. Thank you very much to our guest, Lamour. 
You're welcome. Are there any Toronto comedians who you might be able to find on Twitter or any live shows that you might be able to go to that you might want to recommend now, just off the top of your head as Lamore? Yes, so there actually is a show in Toronto that is very particular to my interest. It's a fashion comedy show. It runs the first Sunday of every month at Comedy Bar, Uh 8 p.m., and it's called Hack Couture, where the comedians dress up and are judged on their appearances. One of the... Sounds good as hell. Producers of that show, yes, it's it's quite excellent. One of the producers of that show, her name is Isabel Zotun, and you can find her on Twitter, at Isabel Zotun, and her Twitter name is Pigeon Fancier. Well, 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 well. And I believe that I've seen her tweets online, and I would describe them as very good and better than yours, Everardo, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Just getting around. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I just, uh, I do just keep tweeting out uh, just bits of the Unabomber's manifesto. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's true. He's really working on um, that part of it where it just sort of digresses into talking about the new movie Venom. <laughs> <laughs> but in Unabomber speak. Um, what a treat this has been. Check out Isabel Zatun on uh, uh, Twitter. Check out Hack Couture in Toronto. Um, on behalf of our producer, Stefan. On behalf of our guest, Lamour. On behalf of my beautiful but broken and soon-to-be stylish boy, Andy Blush. And of course, Everardo, the creep, the gas man. His nose is bleeding in front of us and so are his ears and eyes. And they've gone a little bit black like Marilyn Manson. And he's also speaking in tongues. He's got a Linda Blair thing going on, but worse. Check, please. Check, please. (laughs) He's he's gone into rote comedy lines. He's fucked. Soon he'll be doing an orgasm at a deli. Good night, everyone. (laughs)